Hi, I'm Harjot. Hey, hey, it's me, Maxine. And you're listening to our podcast. Have you been crying? Maxine? Yeah, that's me. Um, would you, pre- what kind of seasoning would you prefer on your dick of choice? Um, I would chop up a bunch of jalapenos. Ooh, okay, spicy. Um, maybe something acidic. Uh, let's do like jalapenos and lime, and just rub that all over the sensitive parts. So you're torturing your sex partner. I have a penis. (laughs) That's part of the kink. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. It's called stingy, stingy. What about you? What about you? Lemon pepper. Oh! And, uh, no, I, I So I, dry. I, you like a dry yeah. rub. <laughs> I like a dry rub. Uh, <laughs> no, probably. You know what? You know what? I'm going to go okay. with something. I'm going to go with a sweet. Not a savory, but a sweet dick. All right. Um, All right. Sweet dick. Caramel. I want, a, I want a caramel ribbon with Oreo topping. Ooh. <laughs> it's like a it's like a Dairy Queen ice cream cake. Yes. <laughs> With a whole lot of crunch in the center. <laughs> Ooh, extra caramel. <sighs> Ow, I chipped my teeth. Ah! Yeah, extra uh, whip, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want I don't want That'll that'll throw your pH balance off. Actually I oh, feel like absolutely. yours would. I feel like yours, uh, my, yours is yeah. very acidic. I need some lactese. Um, oh, someone's uh, <laughs> driving off. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that on my end? Because I, I have headphones on. I can't hear the outside. No, that is you. That is you. There's there's oh, okay. a race. Someone's delivering uh, an ice cream I, cake. Yeah, I've given up. You know, my neighborhood is full of movers and shakers. <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny. Uh, milkshakers. Yeah, yeah, milkshakers. Uh, I have consented to this recording. Thank you for your consent. Mm. All right. How's it going, Max? Good. Uh, I I sent you some headshots that I you need did. your approval. <laughs> <laughs> I have, um, you know, for for the listeners, um, I am debuting yeah, as a as a grown woman in the professional field, and and anybody who has had to get like a professional headshot, you know, like sometimes your work brings yeah. in somebody, and then um, look, listen, they're coming uh, for yeah. me. We hear we hear the police. Hot yeah. pursuit of a hot Asian woman <laughs> with hot pics. They want Ooh. the nude leaks. They want the nudes. What is it called? A full body pics. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so anybody who's gotten like a, you know, professional headshot before, you know, you get the standard like cute photo that you put in your LinkedIn and that's fine. And I have like those, but I think it's been a couple years since I've gotten yeah. mine. And then like specifically for me, I feel like um, I have matured and I want pictures that just like reflect my current look. Like, nothing to say, like, oh, she got old. It's just, like, I look different than my previous photo, which was super cute and smiley, but just wanted to I remember different. you so told me that, that, like, you don't want to be catfishing people no longer, so that's why you changed yeah. your headshot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which you look the same. I know, but I just feel like, you know, it was, like, a Ugly. younger, okay. <laughs> a younger, like, 
peppier look and i'm trying to like yeah. convey a different a different vibe so i don't know don't infantilize go... her no uh this lady's not here to take notes um <laughs> so got a new photo and just had a really good experience and it's just like i don't know it's strange just because i feel like it's a big deal you know when you kind of especially we're living in virtual mm -hmm. times that yeah um updating my online avatar is important beautiful maxine sent me a, a cool 1000 shots <laughs> I of think it her was like 200 plus <laughs> felt more like a thousand but uh it was like an entire catalog and like it was in a group chat so like uh, a, a couple of us, I guess, took took those away and just kind of like went and nitpicked our faves, yeah. and hopefully you use those. And I will. Yeah. It was it was great. I'm like I yeah. kind of want to hire that photographer because I feel like I need some. I need to update. Dude, my Dude, I will tell. Oh, I will tell you on the side. Like I will send. I'll send you yeah. all of the um, the deets, and it was super easy because they had like an online platform with a booking mm -hmm. engine. You know, I love a good like online experience. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, yeah, this yeah. digital experience so easy which then connected to like a nice crm uh see uh is that the word yes crm yeah, strategy where then i got like a text for confirmation oh yes mm -hmm. thank you with details on the address attached yeah okay delicious loved it so anyways that's a, that's what's new with me just debuting a more mature moi how about you yeah i'm doing good I'm doing good. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm, do I'm good. doing good. Yeah, yeah. Things are. Yeah, yeah. I've been socializing like every week or weekend. I feel like this is going to be one of my final few weeks of just sort of like going out before I go into my annual fall winter hibernation. Okay. Um. <laughs> I just I feel he like I want to stay back into his cave. Exactly where I belong. Um. <laughs> you know, it, it's like enough of my extrovert has lived his fantasy, and now mm. I kind of want to. I want to. I'm one of my party girl is partied out. Yeah, we actually have an office get together um this week, Cute. so I just like I wanna I wanna be done with it after that. Like I don't wanna go out anymore. I'm like I got it, I got my yeah. fix, and then your yeah, last, like just yeah, your last hurrah. Exactly. And then you <laughs> I sound like I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, good. Like works works good. It's not crazy busy. I'm I'm experiencing I sort of a nice. I did about work. Oh well, I'm telling you, okay. <laughs> I'm experiencing a, a nice okay, good. break from, you know, the, some of the busier times that I've had at work. And then I get to really put my heart and soul into the Sailor Moon parody, the upcoming movie, uh, which I uh, thank you so much. The people who have been like just reaching out and continuing me, uh, continuing to message me on like um, how they're still watching it multiple times and how they're throwing viewing parties for it. Like, it's just it, there's so much love and, and love. even people that are donating. Like, I really, really... I, I'm definitely excited to do the second one because of um, the the impact that it has had for people and just some enjoyment yeah. that it has brought to them. I really do love yeah. and appreciate that. Yeah. I, so I, I'm thriving, Maxine. <laughs> I think it's the, the narcissist in you is just like all of the attention on me. <laughs> <laughs> Good even, job. Even no, for again. your photo shoot, I tried to pick the one that looked like me the most. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It's all cheekbones. No, I'm okay with that. Photoshopped a turban in, into one of your pics. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm okay with it. I think I told you we're we're good with uh, you taking my photos and using them as you, you you want. But uh, no, it's good. We're both thriving and we're both maturing. So, with that, let's get into this yeah. thing that we call a podcast with let's mature do it. topics. 
Yeah. Ooh, mature. 19 plus. <laughs> yeah. 18 plus? 19 plus. Yeah. Who knows? There's there's swears and sex. Yeah. <laughs> and no violence. one's having sex. There was discussion about those topics. We're not okay, actually okay. doing it. Unless you pay yeah. us a little bit. Um, you know, we're Ooh, happy to have sex on the podcast only for fans, you. OnlyFans channel. Still <laughs> yeah. considering it. Yeah. And okay, OnlyFans podcast. It. I okay, all right, let's get into you <laughs> All right, Maxine. Um, I learned something on the internet too. Uh, okay, <laughs> learning is learning is good. You know, lifelong yeah. learner here. Exactly. Um, so it's interesting, right? Because like, we've been in this space of learning about what it means to actually be racist, how nuanced systemic racism is, how to be a better ally. I mean, we're mm -hmm. continually learning every single day, but that's just kind of been like, yeah, to be better. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of been the theme over these last couple of years, right? So you know, people, there are people at, at the head of the community. I'm going to use the yes. queer community as an example, right? And people who are at the sex, sex, intersectionality. Um, <laughs> I, sex. I like the, I love the, the Freudian slip there. <laughs> sectionality. It's foreshadowing what's coming. Um, <laughs> Uh, people at you. the intersectionality of uh, being uh, black and being queer, right? So let's take a... Uh, I want to point out two figures specifically. RuPaul Charles and Todrick Hall, right? Okay. And so there are... Yeah, there are, there, are, there are some camps of people on the internet, people who belong to the black community, people who are not black and so on and so forth that find those two figures problematic. Um, as representatives of what it means to be queer and to be colored in the community, mm. specifically black, right? Okay. But oh, yeah. Was this, okay. But I was watching this interview with a drag queen, and she was talking about how, you Can know... Can I ask first, yeah. are they white, are they black? Like, the the is... drag queen is black. Okay. Yes. Do you not so want to she... say who they are? Oh, a silky nutmeg ganache. She's great. Okay. Like she's she's okay. hilarious. She's funny. Give her, give her a shout out. Yeah, okay. Yes. How, what, how do you spell it? Uh, silky, so S-I-L-K, nutmeg, just the way you spell nutmeg, and ganache, like G-A-N-A-C-H-E. Okay, nobody knows how to spell ganache easily. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google that. Okay, love it. Okay, go ahead. All right, okay. So Silky was talking on, on this um, show. It's called Hey Queen. It's kind of like a, it's like a, it's not an official spinoff of RuPaul's Drag Race, but it's just, they usually interview a lot of drag queens. Yeah. Um, anyways, she was talking about the fact that, like, you know, a lot of people go on the show and then they leave the show and then they complain about RuPaul and say, like, you know, well, you know, it's really been her that's been holding, uh, actually, like, uh, whether it's people that are super, mar like, super marginalized, that have layers of intersectionality from being properly represented or even winners on the show, like, like yeah. people who, you know, it's usually white winners, at least it was in the first few seasons. Yeah. And then it was, um, you know, it, it, there was actually, like, restrictions on who could apply for the show so specifically um it, it did not include uh, people who were born uh female and then maybe had an identity shift yeah. or a physical transition of some kind okay. um so that was the topic and then she brought up a really good point she's like you know for somebody who has been at that intersectionality like rupaul um who are we to tell her how to her or him um, how to express, you know, their their inclusivity, sorry, not inclusivity, mm. but their their sort of like point of view, 
You know, it's the same with Todd Hall. Like saying, like, you know, there's a lot of people that criticize RuPaul and, and Todd Hall um, for being problematic. But who are we to tell them how to express their anti-racism? Right. Especially mm. because we have not lived their lives. We have not um, you know, been subject what they have to been subject to. And maybe yeah. they are doing something to be, um, you know, to open a door for people who maybe are much more vocal about it. And that's fine. You know, mm. like, um, and that was really eye opening for me because I have found Todd Hall to be, you know, yeah. I think, I think you, okay, you go the and then I will. Okay. Let me know sure, what I yeah. can jump in. Like, <laughs> jump and, in, and jump in, jump in. Go ahead. Where, go ahead. where I'm opening myself up to haters, but, um, I, I, I would say, oh, take a sip of your tea. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm feeling attacked because I oh. will absolutely, uh, <laughs> I have absolutely identified RuPaul as being problematic in uh-huh. uh, there. I'm, I feel like uh, RuPaul identifies as both. Yeah, yeah. I she. think you're safe with so either pronoun. I, yeah. I think he, uh, yeah, I think um, RuPaul definitely identifies with he and she. So I'm, uh, apologies yep. if I'm incorrect and not up to date. But I think RuPaul, ha- for me, has been problematic in the way that um, they've approached trans men and women, like yep. um, specifically in, in that space where gender identity is fluid, which I think to me is like confusing for me. And um, and then the, I- the idea that, yeah, like you said, the, the requirements of who's allowed to um, be part of... Yeah. Drag race. And, and I'm not I, sure that that has been lifted now. And there has yeah. been like people that have gotten very like far. They, I feel like they've learned and whether yeah. or not that's been like forced upon them um, or uh, like. Or it's possible that was a part coming. of production. Maybe, maybe no, that's that what I mean. I think it's maybe mandi- part of yeah. like a larger. But then I want to like take a pause on like RuPaul is like 60. So I want to give a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, like to myself, I'm like, okay, now I'm reflecting. I actually literally Googled as you were talking. I was like, how old is RuPaul? And then thinking about like, when I think about, you know, talking to her, like our older relatives or like our parents about like learning and growing and how we afford them a little bit of leeway, understanding the context of where they grew up. Like RuPaul was in drag in the fucking nineties, like rough as fuck fuck so like surviving that i'm like okay so i think now what you're talking to like you just said like it, it is eye-opening to me you're mm-hmm. i'm i want to and like again who am i to judge rupaul's experience and the way that they are experiencing their allyship in the community they literally yeah. exist in like i feel there's like also a, a lot of pressure they, they, yeah. um, they are now uh, uh, have a very Emmy nominated show. It's like, I don't know, there's a bunch of oh Emmys that have been thrown at RuPaul's Drag Race. So it's just like, there's also that breaking of the ceiling. Yeah. And sometimes you can't do that without certain compromises. I just, yeah, no matter I just how don't want, shitty I just don't want yeah. them. I just don't want them to be the Ellen of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. I mean, of drag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're just like, you forgot your community. But again, who am I to say? When I'm not a part of that community. And then moving on to Todrick. I I agree. And then moving on to Todrick. I I feel like I was like a fan early on in his career. Obviously, I I don't know if I was part of like the very beginning of his career. But then when I saw a lot, to me, a lot of focus on um, his success in connection to like white celebrity. um, I was like a little bit put off. But then again, like recognizing like how crazy difficult it is to be 
queer and black in Hollywood and to succeed. I'm like, who am I, even though I dislike Taylor Swift, if they claim to be besties with her and, you know, uh, want to um, feel a part of, I don't know, like pop culture in that way. And who am I to be like, no, no, you can only exist in pop culture in like, I don't know, Beyonce style, like black pride way and and there are people that have come at them for for not being as vocal about blm even though they have they have supported it it's just that like well you're not being as vocal as i think you should be i know right that's where it gets and then you're you're speaking to me where i i have felt that todrick is oh (laughs) is problematic in that like i'm like you know you post about taylor swift's birthday um (laughs) and then i'm just like uh, how often are you posting about BLM? Um, but at the same time, like that's his connection to his own community, and who am I yeah. to um, criticize? Uh, but I, I get, I'm just like outing myself for my own like observations and criticisms, which I'm not saying is right, and like opening yeah. myself up to the criticism of like what you're saying. Like, really, I can take a seat. I'm sitting yeah. all the way down for this. Maxine's taking a seat. So I'm good. <laughs> I Thank also you. have taken several seats uh, yeah. after I heard and that you know y- last yeah. week. Yeah, and I think like us being like friends and like yeah. I'm open to these conversations. And I think for me, mm-hmm. the realization of like, yeah, I will take I will take a seat. So <laughs> thank you for taking it I'm on good. the chin. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. You're right. So so th- it's it gets a little bit more tricky and complicated too, right? Because like yes, age is one thing, and it's funny on that note. There's this uh, meme that was going around or a comment that read okay. something to the effect of, or it was a tweet um, that said, oh, Todrick Hall thinks he's doing what Lil Nas X is actually doing. Oh. Um, it, I know, I know. I'm like, eh, I know. Cause you, you know, you and I are like such, such like fans of Lil Nas X. We love a good read and we love Lil Nas X. And like, you know, that's also his, I know that that's his privilege as well. Not, I don't want to, I shouldn't use that word. Because I'm not black and I'm not him. Um, yeah. You know, but like, I think he being so young, um, you know, may- maybe I just want to throw this out there. I won't use him as an example because I can't account for his experience. But maybe there, because of the age difference, maybe because of the time of entry into, you know, the market of social media as well as like entertainment. It, maybe it was different. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I just, all that to say, I just don't want to take right. away from the platform that somebody like RuPaul, who is, like you said, 60, has given to so many girls that have come out and of Todrick. Drag Race, that have, yeah, and, and Todrick, that have uh, come out and been fierce allies, right? Like, yeah. maybe they would never would have gotten that platform if it, if it wasn't for a RuPaul or a Todrick, right? 100%. So it, I actually yeah. think, uh, yeah, I think, I think that is correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it, it, it gets a little bit complicated. Now, I just want to, before I end off this topic, um, I... You just, you're just you just, like, literally telling me to <laughs> shut the hell up. That was the point of this entire, this entire <laughs> no! segment. No, because I felt the same way, to be honest. You have learned me. Can you, you... It's like, let's take how, like, Oprah would take a word and add a T to it. You have learned me. <laughs> and I have learnt today. Were you, were you learning or were you learnt? I was learnt. 
All right. So there, there, there was another interesting one. So just to cap this up, there, okay. Drag Race UK is now in full effect. Like it's it's airing. It's the third season. And mm. the, the, the barriers of entry have been opened up, right? It's much more inclusive. They even actually mm. changed the, the theme song of the show to be And May the Best Drag Queen Win instead of And May the Best Woman Win. Um, so, so whatever the, the, the barriers to entry are, are lifted and there is a, like, a I don't, I forget that, uh, acronym for this, but, uh, she is a woman that was born a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. she just so happens to be a lesbian, but she is a mm-hmm. biologically female, uh, woman identifying person who okay. is, is, um, a drag queen. And, and basically she's come onto the show to show off her drag and I, I completely like it's interesting because if you are a drag queen or a drag just a drag professional, you can now be on the show. And I think that's that's the exact level of inclusivity that it needs to be. I feel like are that we is talking about drag kings are coming because I love a drag king show. No, it's it, it's not it's still drag queens, so it's still okay, limited. It. It, it, not limited, but it's still focused on drag queens. But that's fine. Um, but but the 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 woman is just doing a more. It's like a dragged up version of women, a female woman impersonation, right? I mean, that's and, what drag so, is. Yes, exactly. So there was this thread on Reddit. Uh, okay. <laughs> this this Why hole that I went into. This hole that because it's a uh, it's problematic kind of. Okay. Um, and it, it was about how, like, well, okay, now, like, now um, we've opened the the doors to, like, um, cis. Uh, mm, she's not right. she's not heterosexual, but it's, like, cis. <laughs> they called her Karen. Like, to cis Karens to apply for a show that's, like, supposed to be focused on people who are, you know, like, uh, you can't even, like, not call her queer because she is queer. She She's yeah. a woman in a relationship with a woman. But the fact is, like, it's, like, somebody who has, you know, is very white, right? Very obviously white and, sure. like, a woman. It's kind of, like, it, it, there is this uh, belief, misinformed belief that, you know, now we've opened it up and all the... Because the majority of the fan base for Drag Race um, that is not queer, it's actually mostly uh, women. Uh, yeah, like, right. like middle-aged women is, is like the main demographic and so there was this thought like oh the those now those people are going to be the ones that like think that like they can women are going to cape for women like is what's happening exactly what, what the what the fear is um i mean as a woman uh <laughs> i mean i think when i think about and enjoy drag it it is about the um super exaggeration of Mm -hmm. what femininity is and i i think i don't think for me i attach it to a woman will do that best like i think it is still an art it is still an art just like when we think about um like for example like the mutt gala and they have a theme like do i always feel like a pretty woman has done it the best no like not at all like have they like taken a theme um and conceptualize it into a fashion and a concept like i i feel like it's a very insecure um um argument and it it comes from the core belief that like there's only so many slices of pie and you know don't forget right i think it's it's valid i think it's valid because when we think about like and let's talk about that one specific example of a person that you you talked about i think when we talk about the representation of a white woman in a specific queer space um Mm. even though she is queer i think people have found white women in queer spaces to take up space that um 
you know, like, I think there has been valid arguments about white women taking up queer spaces. And so I think it's, it's totally valid to talk about those feelings and how problematic white women have been in those spaces. Um, they but called I her told... Karen. And I was just like, yeah. I, I get that. And, and and there were people that were egging on the original poster about how, um, you know, like, it, it, no, it's also about access to, to money and resources. Like a lot of drag queens are, you know, there's a lot of homeless, oh, trans, 100%. Uh, black uh, women but that's been an who issue. have to there's struggle been... for garments yeah. and fabric oh, that, and all that. But that's yeah. been an issue from before when a lot of the queens that were coming in were these like, young rich white queens who like never sewed anything in their lives and had had designers and stuff and that and they had clout from instagram and that's how they got on the shows right and people were like okay this is problematic when you're competing against maybe you know poc uh queens who like literally have had to be super resourceful and not have that access to designers to design their stuff and no i think i think what's important is like you can't solve it with like yeah maybe rules and stuff and then we just hope as a collective society that we do at the end like recognize it is about like the embodiment of collectively who we're looking for as the drag queen you know yeah you cannot you cannot buy um, talent, personality, mm. and you can, you know, if it, it shouldn't take away from you. But again, I'm not, I'm not a part of the drag community, so I also don't want to speak on it. I just kind of yeah. wanted to expose that there's this discourse out there um, yeah. that's maybe like a little bit complicated. I am not taking away from, you know, the uh, woman identifying participant in the Drag Race UK, the current run of it. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, it's an interesting conversation. But again. Um, she is warmly accepted by the drag community on that show. There are no problems. Um, and I, I do really, I do enjoy the more inclusive version of Drag Race. But I also, like, if there are issues that are coming from the uh, POC community that are, uh, you know, queer, much as, like, that participant is queer, mm-hmm. um, that's also not my place to speak on what those issues might be. So yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting to me. It's just layers of learning, right? Yeah. Learned. Yeah. Learned, 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 learned. Have you learned today? It's so much, so much learning. <laughs> All right, good. Let's uh, let's learn this topic and learn a new one. All right. I did a second sip. Okay. We're here. Okay. Um, how do I intro this? Okay, I'll just do it. So I was on the application called TikTok. Um oh, I know her. Two T's, two K's. Uh and what was recommended to me in content uh was um a video that introduced the term soaking. Okay. <laughs> Have what you heard that? this term soaking? No, I haven't. Not not in the pop culture uh, Gen Z term. That's I don't think used. it's pop culture. I, d- I don't know if it's pop. I don't know. I, I'm okay, Whatever traumatized. Whatever What does it mean? Okay, What's the urban so, dictionary meaning? Okay. So the term soaking, which 
again, with very light, unconfirmed, unverified resources, <laughs> um, is something connected to, uh, again, not not claiming that this is truth and please do not come after me but has been connected to the mormon or evangelical or like hyper christian community okay um so soaking um and there's other terms oh connected to Maxine, it called, i'm like, gonna bust float, just tell me what called, it means i'm on the edge called call uh, so it's soaking or floating is when a person and okay when i'm oh saying God. person uh inserts their penis into a vagina and that's it it just stays there they don't they don't move they don't thrust they don't climax (laughs) they just soak in the juices of the vagina like that's the part just to get the penis like um so the ready the the penis inserts into the vagina and they don't do anything um with the thought that this is like a loophole or a hack in preserving virginity and avoiding <laughs> sin. Um, so, is this new? Is this new? Is this like a new? Um, so I thought rule? it was new because I'm, you know, obviously an old person shocked by this content on TikTok. But then, like, I did a. Wait, soft how was Google. it presented to you on t- TikTok? And you like was somebody describing it or? Was so it was there like, it was like an, an ex Mormon. Like she has it. She has a. Her channel is all about being an ex Mormon, mm-hmm. and uh, the video and you'll if you Google like just soaking into TikTok, it's like the first video that shows up, and she's like oh parroting this actually happening, but it's obviously obviously not, and it shows her standing on like a twin bed where it looks like you know when you put like pillows to look like like a bot like bodies are underneath a uh, your blanket. Okay. So, so it looks like there's a body and there's like a fake ponytail or something coming out from it and she's standing in the corner it's like when your best friend is like soaking and they need you to come jump on the bed oh my oh my i see it it's the first it's called jump hump yeah jump hump it's because they're not you're not allowed to actually if you thrust that that's sinful so getting a friend to yeah getting a friend to do it so apparently this is like a loophole like a that like loophole. college that college students who go to and again we're not american we're from canada but i oh think God. this is more connected to um because like i don't i don't know and, and and someone please educate me but like i don't know if we have like super christian school like universities or colleges in canada i don't mm-hmm. know um but apparently in those communities it's like a way of like a loophole of preserving their virginity by doing things like this <laughs> is so, this made like, up by the youth or is like some pastor like preaching this so or that's what i thought when thou I saw, shalt soak so that so i thought that's what it was when i first saw it on tiktok and then i did like a soft uh google search and like there are a few <laughs> there are a few like articles <laughs> and forums that do discuss it um, like people having, you know, anecdotal um, experiences where they had like an ex-partner or um, that was like Mormon or, you know, Christian. And they were like really trying to protect their virginity. But like obviously being young, like 19 or 20 or whatever, wanting to like have pleasure, um, but wanting in the end of it to preserve their virginity or... Uh-huh you know, avoid shame or whatever. And so, like, when I found this out, I was just like, holy cow. The, my takeaway is, like, the absolute, um, 
solution finding that people are extending themselves to to avoid this um to avoid this like badness of losing your virginity or having premarital sex uh which i think speaks to the idea of like the mm-hmm. damaging culture on like chastity and purity which has been like created by like what's your your favorite thing is like decrepit men yeah yeah decrepit like, old men and again i'm talking from like obviously a heterosexual cis uh experience like you know kind of judgment in which they're saying like the vagina is sacred and i guess also the the penis and save it for marriage and there's this like crazy like unhealthy attachment to um your virginity and or even yeah. like virginity the hymen which, yeah maintain the, the hymen the, or oh my god it's yeah the virginity which is like so wait AKA if you if you vagina. break the hymen which i know you can do in other ways you can some people do it just sneezing like it's not a it's not it's a myth that it's related to you know the first time some you have people sex don't have one yeah so, some people don't have one and so like is that like is that what their thought process is that like if you just insert so it i don't, don't know like i grew up like i grew up catholic i i grew up with the um the <laughs> culture of virginity and purity being around me but not yeah. like super like there was rules laid out which i found that there's a lot of rules around uh-huh. specific like if people are interested enough they could find i guess rules attached to any kind of like religious um ideals around sex and sexual purity uh but i know for me growing up it was like yeah virginity is a it's just this like important thing which like you and i have talked about it's like virginity is like a social construct and like what is it mushing your thing against another person's thing or like even some people are like the idea (laughs) of like um pleasure is even a sin and like how sad is it that not enjoying being in your own body is uh, a thing that's like policed and thought of to be bad. Um, so I thought that was super interesting. And I thought that it was like this larger, con- it like lends itself to the larger conversation of um, chastity or purity <laughs> culture. The choice of word soaking, like soaking. Wh- why, why not just like plugging or something like it soaking means that like, obviously these people are raring to go wet yeah yeah, they're wet also another which i okay there was another word that i that i found um in my searches of like the urban dictionaries that i thought was like even better and it was like marinating oh my god that's good though man like marinating so good okay and then so at least at least they don't they're not deniers of the wop you know yeah i like that sounds like progress okay so for me i was like okay i connect not to like soaking but the idea of like virginity is this big like not big it's tight and small but like virginity (laughs) is this thing to be protected it is a thing that we must like preserve and anything other than you being a virgin um before marriage is like you're sinful and all that stuff and like that was like the story and like obviously i've grown out of that and just been like that's all a fucking lie or whatever as somebody who's not raised in Catholic, Christian, Mormon culture, what was the education for you on sexual purity? Or was there any at all, especially like you being a oh, man um, and then you being queer? Like, what was your experience or were, was there any kind of experience in chastity oh. or purity? 
No, there there was none of that actually. We don't like we don't have a like in our culture, sex yeah, is tell just me. you don't you don't talk about sex. You don't even fucking talk about love. It's just you talk about oh. it in the dramatic reference to to Bollywood, but you don't like. There's just like it's like we're we're all um like a per, we're all faking as asexual when we're around family, of course, right? So like, there's no there's no like there's no sex talk. The, my sex, educa- sex education came bad? from sex no, bad? it's just. It's not bad. It's not bad. There's also no weird um, obsession with being a virgin. There's none of that. Like I, I think it's a bit more realistic. It's just, we don't. We just don't acknowledge it. It's like you do you, whatever. Like I was never told that you need to be a virgin or preserve yourself or whatever. It's just. Um, but if some, what if somebody was to come in with like, yeah. I'm like very sexually open. Um, I'm a person, you know, like I'm a woman who's like in her thirties. Oh, it would be seen I, as unclassy. It would be, it's like un- uncouth. That's like, you know, we, we don't talk about that, those things, right? It's just, you do those things in so private and that's on you. So it's light. It's light. It's lighter versions of like, yeah. you've had sex, you're dirty. Like it's light. It's a lighter No, no, th- it's not that. Because like, obviously, like, you know, the amount of like kids, some like brown families turn out. Like, there's a lot of sex happening. It's just, oh, no, I mean, unmarried. You just don't unmarried. Um, unmarried. The, well, that, that too. That, um, like I... You know, when, when I went, um, like, to India to go visit family, I only went once in my life. Um, yeah. But, like, my cousin, like, who's male, like, we were just, like, you know, talking together. Shouldn't and he was, talk- yeah. he was talking about his girlfriend and, like, you know, it was, um, he, you know, he'd made some comments, like, it's obvious that they had been having sex. He didn't, yeah. like, say, we, we, oh, we've been doing a doggy style, whatever. It's not, it's not <laughs> something that's frowned upon. Like, people are very open about it, but just, you just don't talk about, um sex in like any kind of a social setting you know that's, that's fair not like yeah yeah, yeah yeah nobody's like talking about, around like thanksgiving <laughs> yeah yeah it's not sorry to answer your question no it's i don't think premarital we never had a, a thing around premarital sex ever we never did hmm. and i don't i don't think that's an issue in the culture i think just like um it, we would never know right what if because i was to, what if it. i was <laughs> there but what if i was to ask like your sister like would about. she have a completely different point of view about the way that sex is um, viewed for women? Could she have been the cousin? Like, you know, you're talking about your cousin. What if it was like a woman cousin who's just like, yeah, my partner, we've been doing it. I'm 20. We've been doing it. You would. That's the thing, right? You would never say that. And I think it would be mm. awkward for her too, to like, unless you're like one of her like good friends. Like, I, I don't know that she would. So it's like, it's just weird. You just don't talk about it. You know, like even like huh. if there's a... Like, if there's a sex scene that's, like, on the movie, like, literally, like, people will just turn their heads. Close or like your starting eyes. The, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, or, no, not even close your eyes because that's an acknowledgement of shame. It's just, like, oh, how's the weather today? Or, like, whatever. Like, what did you get up to? Like, it's just so Does anybody need bizarre. some coffee? Like, yeah. getting up to go into the, the room? They're not even, like, fast forward it. Like, this is trashy or whatever. It's just, like, you just don't acknowledge it. It's so fucking weird. So, I learned so about sex. Weird. I learned about sex How'd from school. Sex? sex ed. And then I also learned about it from the internet. I was an early porn adopter. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> early investor. Yeah. Look at you. Um, yeah, no, I, I think for me, I'm, I'm super interested in the other experiences of people who are like not born out of Catholic or Christian yeah. um, ideals about vir- virginity and chastity, which I feel like is really connected to religion. Um, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised like, if there's some super religious people um, that are a part of my. I'm not really religious. I'm more like culturally. I'm 
uh, steeped in the culture of like the Indian culture, and I enjoy that. But religiously, uh, no. But I wouldn't be surprised that if there are people in the religion who, you know, when they would have the gall to even talk about sex, who mm. would have thought like even premarital sex was problematic. But like, we don't even have the fucking, you know, the first step on the ladder. So you, how do you yeah. have like the fourth step, you know? <laughs> I mean, okay, so like to have the most like... I don't know, unsatisfactory uh, and uh, cap onto this this conversation. I found that like this has been um, like the way that like I think we've just like talked about from our own different cultures, like the way Uh that they approach um, conversation, education about sex and sexual pleasure specifically. Oh, no, somebody robbing or like breaking into a car in your neighborhood. Uh, Maybe. No, no, no. There's just it happens sometime. Okay. There we go. It's. Uh (laughs) <laughs> the way the way that um <laughs> oh no my car no <laughs> the way that both um you know like cultures have just approached education um in conversation about sex i think has been especially damaging to like women and queer people oh, when yeah. it comes to like accepting of our sexual bodies and pleasure yeah uh and I feel almost even stunts it because like you were saying, like, don't talk about it. So if you can't talk about it with people, then you never even think about it. You never even think about this connection to your own body and your own like ideas of pleasure and that being okay. And I think it's almost like super sad, like, you know, us being in our 30s now, like how stunted we are in the education of our own like bodily pleasure because of this yeah. idea of like no that's sacred or no that's for me it was it's sacred and for you it's like no we don't talk about that like i have been like peppering it into conversations with my family specifically my parents and sometimes when my <laughs> sisters are there too and there's like there's not so there's, sex let's talk the, about sex baby yeah just like not well not full on like that just like a, like a reference to something or like Oh, like, ah, you know, if, like if there's a problem, you're trying to, you're trying to yeah. present yourself as like a sexual being. I'm like, open. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm the cool yeah. aunt. I'm like, guys, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Like, even I, this might sound gross to people, but like, even with my mom, and like I try to, splits. I, I try to, I try to say, I try to give signals <laughs> that like, you know what? Let's all be mature here. Let's be open about like this conversation. And I was talking about this, like, you know, problematic couple who's much older that we all know. And I'm like, okay. you know, like I, I, I blurted out something like, well, what do you think their sex life is like? That's why they're so <laughs> all up in everyone's business about this, this and that. And there was like, there was no, there was no negative reaction. No, okay. there was, there was just like an acceptance of what I was saying. Like, ah, okay. Yeah. Like, nobody I was, went I upstairs test the to grab their like pearls that. and then clutch them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want them to know that they can come to me with anything. No conversation is a bad conversation. Let's mm. talk about sex, baby. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So with that, let's uh, finish her. <laughs> <laughs> finish her off. Finish me off. Yeah. <laughs> God, uh, I'm really heated from this discussion. <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. She types it into her phone. Yes. Uh, Maxine, yep. I want to play something for you, okay? Okay. Just give it some time. Uh, uh, okay. Uh. okay. 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 
Okay, this is Cupcake. I okay, recently discovered cupcake. her... Cupcake? You spell Cupcake the way you spell Cupcake, but with two Ks. C-U-P-C-A-K-K-E. Yeah, cupcake-y. God. She is an amazing uh, lyricist and, and obviously a rapstress. She mm. has bars on bars. Like, everything is a punchline. There are people. There are videos of people uh, reacting to her music because she is yeah. proudly a freak proudly sexual and just like amazing like she every single one of her tracks like really hits i okay. I, I i love that song it's been on repeat uh, i'll be honest and i i love it it's like the it's kind of it reminds me of wop wet ass pussy Ooh, by yeah, and yeah, Meg- yeah, Megan yeah. Stallion. but um it's just it's so good there's there's really good underrated um Rap and I love the fact that she's being very like forthcoming about her sexual preferences and it's such Ooh, a girl. good fucking song. Yeah, did that get your uh, engine going? Like I'm looking, I'm looking it up. I, I like I want to yeah. add to my to my Apple Music. Oh, it's it's called Lemon Pepper. So look for uh, yeah. <gasps> that's look my for favorite the... wing spice. Yeah. Oh, can I play the the chorus for you? Because that's yes, like please. where it comes in. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Da, 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 da. This is my this is my vibe. Yeah. Just wait for it to come. Chris. The metaphors there. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Oh my god, I fucking love it so much. It's great. Now, I just want to make a quick point as to why that's been an obsession of mine. So, as you know, I'm writing the second movie for Sailor Moon parody. It's it's a movie about... Okay. A, I feel like it's a feminist film, right? And so I'm trying to pull all these different pieces of inspiration. Um, and I feel like this is a good, like, fight song um, at the end there. <laughs> based on what happens in the movie, you know. Um, anyways, um, one okay. of the other things that I... I um, kind of wanted to just bring up, I know we're closing out here, but, th- you know, there was a conversation that I had uh, two years ago, like right before the pandemic hit with somebody at work who was kind of like put off by like overly sexual music from, it, it tended women? to be from women. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was like, you know, okay, who? Because it's not new if it's men. Yeah. 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 It, it was like twerking and there was a lot of like ass cheeks out and, and all that stuff. Right. And it's like, well, you know, like that's really like problematic. I think that's nasty and that's too much. And like, this is the same kind of like person that I'm not going to label this person, but the same kind of person that found Amy Schumer to have too much sexual humor in her okay. com- comedy. 
And I was like, well, first of all, you know, you're speaking from a place of North American culture, which demonizes sex and sexuality. Like there are other cultures out there in the world, like not, I'm not just talking about people who come from colored backgrounds, but also mm-hmm. European culture. Like look at the French. They're a lot more open with sex and sexuality um, than we are here in North America. So who's like, who's to say that like sexuality is like wrong and bad and dirty and disgusting. Also, cis men you guys are the ones yeah. that like masturbate to this shit and love it you pay for it yeah so you know why is it that you can enjoy it behind closed doors but not you know openly like uh, not openly but like you know be okay with that being shown in popular uh media not as explicit as this but like you know where it's just like i don't know doja cat twerking or lizzo twerking yeah. right you know with their a lot of their ass cheek out like what what's what's the problem like, I yeah. think women's sexuality has been so socially repressed, um, you know, and, and, and I made so what taboo I, and dirty. I, I hate that. Oh, I know. Like, I, I'm i not agreeing, but it's like, it's not, not a agree? new... I'm not I'm not agreeing with that with the with with the comments that these these like, oh. men have okay. about women and I I'm for me I'm just like trying to put my body into like their bodies and think like <laughs> How fucking like lame is it that they're like, oh, I feel uncomfortable that women are out in these like videos and streets expressing their true desires and experiences. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. It's gross and dirty. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, there was this like, quote. There's this yeah, there was this tweet that I read about like, um, you know, men only uh, like women who do not express the desire to have sex with them. So they're rapists. What? You know, like, it, it was really funny. The, you know, like, you want, like, a library a librarian in the streets and then, like, a freak in the sheets. Sheets. You know? Or, or somebody well, that, well, like, is uh, this innocent... This is dismissive yeah. of librarians. Like, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, whatever your stereotype of a librarian is, like, I've had some um, pretty sexy librarians in my time, so mm. can't relate. But, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, this desire, or even for, like, this young, like, schoolgirl type of, like, no, I don't want it, but, like, I want you to, like, force it on me. Like, that's that's a tired um, fantasy, and it's very problematic, and it has probably led to a lot of, like, misconceptions about how to have sex and how to approach somebody for, you know, sex or romantic encounters. And I think, like, I really enjoy this wave of, like, fe- uh, women um, really expressing their sexuality. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I just feel like I, I I talk so much at you who you are, who are a woman. So I want you to like sort of validate me. Okay, so I go off base. I validate you. You know, I always do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, you know, I nothing feel like nothing to add. Nothing okay. to add. I mean, nothing to add on to your feelings and your your opinions. Yeah, my insecurities are just seeping out at this point. I was going to say, like, you should, uh, you know, you're, you're the headshot that you pick. Show more boob. Okay, know, yeah. Proudly. Boobalicious. And then let's make a song about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess uh, this wraps up another week. How do we end the show? I've forgotten. You're Wait, you're no, so silent that, like, I'm, I'm we... crumbling. My entire world uh, is just I think... <laughs> going to shit. You want, you want, like, you want more of my... Um... My very what what do we call it? Very active listening. I am listening. Ma- Maxine's reading from that like power play book on how to completely r- unravel somebody, um, and just let them do all the, the talking. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I leave space. <laughs> I don't need to validate them. I mean, I validate you. So. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's let's like end it with with uncomfortable silence for ten seconds. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. You have to be silent for ten seconds, and then and then we're done. God, I really hope my stomach doesn't. Stop! It's only ten seconds. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard, but you have to. You have to have ten okay. seconds of silence. Okay. 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 Ten seconds. Three, two, one. Okay. Silence over. <sighs> I feel like I've just gone through a meditation journey i'm changed i'm learn it learned <laughs> okay this is torture i'm leaving go bye get out of here i heard okay. about Good you night. long before we met you're winsome and you're young at least that's what they said underneath your glitter and your gold you can't deny the fact that you are growing old you have a thousand eyes that never fall asleep someday i will leave you when i've had enough of your beauty Beautiful,